0: We hope you enjoy this podcast from Light Church, Edith To find out more about us, visit lightchurch.co. Before I speak, I I want to ask you to pray for something this week. And uh, there's a meeting this week that will determine if we get a building at our drossum we can use throughout the week. And uh, we've been up there for about four years now. We set up in the town hall. Uh, Sometimes we hire it three or four times a week. We, we we would hire it five or six times, but it's booked out. And uh, for instance, we've got our youth group, we've got our prayer meeting, obviously church on the Sunday. There's a seniors' Bible study. Uh, started as just two or three of them now, there's about 12 of them, and they don't fit in their lounge room anymore. So they need a bigger space. And so the space where we're hoping to get in, and I, I believe it, I believe it's going to happen, means we'll be able to access it all week. It means we won't have to set up and pack down every Sunday. And so that's a. You imagine if we had to bring out all the chairs, set up all the sound equipment, put out the coffee machine every Sunday. Uh, and we got, it, we got it down pretty well, but it would be nice if we didn't have to do it. <laughs> it means I have a bit more time here and a bit more time up there. And, and so it'll just be the biggest blessing. And so uh, I, I think the meeting's Tuesday or Wednesday night. And so if you could just pray for that, uh, how good would it be to rock up at the AGM and say, hey guys. We've got a place we can be in every day of the week at our drossen We can do whatever we want there whenever we want it. And, uh, and so that's what we really would like a lot. Um, not just for the setting up chairs. If it's just about chairs, we'll set up chairs forever. But it's about the opportunity of all the different things we can do in there as well. And the different groups, the different places, different space, that kind of thing. So uh, it'll be like a rent-lease agreement. So we're not buying anything. There's no big investment. It'll probably even be a little bit cheaper than the town hall. And uh, there's another good reason. Um, so, yeah, if you could just pray for that that meeting that's happening, that we can get a, a space that we could use every day of the week, that I'd really appreciate it. And the whole team in our drossom would really appreciate it. Um, we've been talking about refill. You know, it's this time of year that, you know, it's leading up to harvest and the end of school and the end of year, everyone's ready for the holiday, a break. I'm going on holiday in a couple of weeks, I'm ready for a holiday. Dean's just got back from one, so he's fine, Dean and Jess. But it's it's that time of year, uh, me and Darren, we tell people don't quit in October, November, December because you might think differently in January, February. It's just that time of year. And we always need to be refilled, but particularly... We need to be intentional this time of year. And we've been talking about it. Darren kicked it off and talking about how the axe head fell into the river. And sometimes we lose our edge. We've been talking about living water. We've been talking about how Darren spoke about how Paul travelled to Ephesus and they hadn't been filled with the Holy Spirit because they hadn't heard about it. And we we need to be filled and refilled with the presence of God in this season. And that's why I'm really excited for... Things like Dan Bates, you know, as someone who just is gifted and ministers in the Holy Spirit healing, just to come and just be refreshed, refilled and and so I'm just going to speak a little bit today and like we have in the last few weeks, we'll have a bit of time after to wait on God, have a bit of time for prayer and I believe God's got an appointment for us and something for us today and so I'm just going to read from Colossians chapter 1 and I'm going to start at verse 9. Let's pray. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence today. I just uh, pray that it comes alive in us today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Yeah, that's actually an incredible prayer from Paul. Uh, an amazing prayer. And I, I read it a couple months ago, and the more I read it, the better it got. <laughs> well, maybe not the better it got, but the more powerful and the more meaningful it, it got. He prays for I'm going to read it again. But sometimes we read things and we just read it. But let's just stop and just... Let's read it. Let's put it up again. Colossians 1. So we have not stopped praying for you. This is Paul praying for the church. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of His will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Who'd like a bit of that? Complete knowledge... Wisdom, understanding, that's a a good start. Then the way you live will always honour and please the Lord and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. That sounds pretty good as well. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all His glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. All of it even for that kid, even for that friend, you have all the endurance and patience you ever need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. We'll just stop there. Now Paul prays for three things particularly. Wisdom and understanding. Endurance and patience and joy. And if I think of When I've maybe struggled in seasons in life, or anyone I know who's going through something, facing something, walking through something, they either need wisdom or understanding, patience and endurance and strength, or joy. You could almost fit into any of those categories. You need complete knowledge and wisdom. What do you do? (laughs) What's next? What decision do you make? What door do you walk through? What do you do with that kid? What do you do with this friend? What do you do in the world? Uh, How do I handle this? Where do I go next? Wisdom and understanding. You need patience and endurance to keep going, to get through, to finish well, to keep loving. You need joy joy in life when you feel like you're dragging your feet. When you just feel a bit, I don't know if you feel like that sometimes, just a bit, that's just another day, joy. Wisdom and understanding, endurance, joy. You know, I'll I'll touch on these individually in a minute, but when we think of these things, often we think of how we're going to get them. Like, how am I going to go get wisdom? What do I need to do? What's the four-step plan to get wisdom? What book do I read? Who do I talk to? What do I practice? How do I reflect on it? You know, how do I go get it? How do I just be more joyful? How, how, how do I do it? Imagine that, how I'm just trying to be more joyful. You're just feeling anything but joyful, and I'm just trying my best to be joyful. Like, it's, it's, it's trying to be more patient. Who's ever tried to be more patient? It doesn't go well. I did it the other night. Uh, Myra woke up at about 2 a.m. and I was trying to calm her down and get her back to sleep. And I'm like, Ben, just be patient. Just be patient. It's okay. Back to sleep. Just be patient and just be. Then she started crying after 30 minutes. Like, no, no, stop crying. Stop crying. And she goes, I want to cry. I said, Nah, no, that's enough. Talia, your problem. I'm done. I've had enough. I quit. <laughs> I tried all I could. I tried. I tried to breathe deep. I tried to see the best in her. I tried to... uh, None of it worked. I was done. I was gone. Tali was in. I I passed the buck. Now, while we can do things to get this stuff, like if if you want wisdom, if you spend time with wise people, that makes sense, right? We can do things to cultivate wisdom and strength and endurance and joy. But that's not what actually Paul writes about. He's not saying do things to get wisdom. He's not saying do this to get endurance. He's not saying do this to be joyful. Let, let's read it again. So we've not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. He's saying God will give Give you. He's not saying do this to get. He's saying God will give you, there'll be a deposit from heaven of spiritual wisdom and understanding. You don't have to go through the four-step plan. God will give it to you because I'm praying for it and I'm praying that the Holy Spirit gives you wisdom and understanding. If we go on, it says, we also pray that you'll be strengthened with all his glorious power. So you'll have endurance and patience. He doesn't say breathe deeply. He doesn't say, go have a rest. He doesn't say, be tougher, build up resilience. He says, through God's glorious power, through the Holy Spirit, be filled with endurance and patience and strength. It's a a deposit from heaven. And he says, may you be filled with joy. Paul is praying for a, a transaction, a deposit from heaven. He's praying that they be given wisdom, that they be filled with joy, that they be, through God's glorious power, be full of strength and endurance and patience. And it's through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God's presence on earth. It's God's power on earth. Uh, The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's not like a ranking. It's God's presence. And and Jesus called the Holy Spirit Him. And so it's a person. It's God's presence. It's the hand of God wisdom from heaven endurance from heaven joy from heaven we need to be filled with the spirit of god the power of god and as we spend time with god god from his unlimited resources will give us wisdom strength and joy and the beauty of it is is god knows what we're going through But he doesn't just know what we're going through. He knows what's coming up ahead. So when we meet with God, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, when we're filled with God's presence, we're not just receiving wisdom for now, strength for now, joy for now, but for what's to come. You know, Darren talked about how often we fill up our cars when they're just on empty. Right. I know some people, when it hits that empty bar, that's just the start of the new fuel tank for them. Well, that's when they start watching the fuel tank when it hits empty uh, it, it doesn't start at full but imagine if we just kept filling up or well, when you need a drink of water you don't wait till you're about to of first do you now the wise thing is to do is to keep drinking water throughout the day you don't flog yourself and after four days saying oh I better have a glass of water I'm gonna die no you keep drinking water and that's what we're meant to be refilled with the presence of God, refilled with the Holy Spirit, is to keep drinking, keep receiving, keep being filled with wisdom, keep being filled with joy, keep being filled with strength and endurance. So it's going to have a quick look at these things. It's the first one. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of His will, to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. In James it says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and He'll give it to you. (laughs) It's pretty simple, isn't it? He won't rebuke you for asking, but when you ask Him, make sure your faith is in God alone. What he's saying is, when you ask God for wisdom, don't just go do what you're going to do anyway. (laughs) If you need wisdom, ask God. James talks about this wisdom later. He says in chapter 3 but the wisdom from above is pure, it's peace, it's loving, it's gentle. Wisdom from God. It's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We need to get wisdom, understanding from God. I mean, God's the source of all wisdom, but how much do we ask Him? You read the interaction between Jesus and God and people in the Bible, it's full of questions. God asks questions of people and people ask questions of God because questions is how you learn more. Not many people use questions now. They use statements and exclamation marks. I'm right. You're wrong. This is the way. Where God's full of questions because when there's questions you learn, you know, you can ask God questions and you'll get an answer. And the answer might be another question. Ask God to show it away. highlight things. What do I need to do, God? What's getting in the way? What am I missing? Now, at the end of last year, God put on my heart to, to, to write a devotional book through the book of Luke. And so I've been, I've been going through that. And I'll get to passages and I'm like, God, what am I missing here? Like, I feel like I'm just missing something. When you when you're facing that situation at work or family, you say, "God, what what, what am I meant to do here?" And you know, I've asked that, and I say, "God, what am I meant to do?" Sometimes is just leave it. Oh, cool. Sometimes it's, it's it's send a send a text or, or send a verse or encourage them or catch up. I remember once I got to footy and someone was having a bit of a bad moment in their car and I was chatting to them and in my head I'm like, God, what on earth am I meant to do here? And I felt, just God's like, tell them to go home and go for a drive later. And I did it and it was life-giving. And it, but we can ask God questions all the time. About our family, about our work, about how to do it. God's involved. He's there for wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And the promises of wisdom is, is we'll be fruitful and we'll know God better and better. Well, they're pretty good promises. That if we're filled with this wisdom and understanding from God through the power of the Holy Spirit, we'll be fruitful and we'll know God better and better. You know, if we're not fruitful in an area, maybe we need to ask God what we're doing wrong. Is there anything we need to change? I don't know if you've ever planted a fruit tree or something in your veggie garden and it didn't grow. You probably did something wrong. It might have been a banana or not in Queensland. I don't know. Like it, it, it could be something really simple. You might not have watered it. That's usually what I do. I, I help Talia plant it and because I'm not all that passionate, I don't do anything else. And it dies. And, but you need wisdom to, to, to carry out what God's got for you to be fruitful and to know him more. It says in verse 11, we're strengthened of all his glorious power so you have all the endurance and patience you need. Wow. It comes from God's glorious power, not resilience or toughness or deep breathing. Or... Ephesians 3, 17 says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources he will empower you with inner strength. Isaiah forty says he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. New strength, new, not old, not reused, not redeveloped, not rehashed, not borrowed. But God promises new strength because we're all going to come weak. We all we'll get weak sometimes, and then God promises for His Spirit new strength, inner strength, endurance and patience. Think back to some of your tough seasons. I think back to, to some weeks, and I'm like, how did I get through that? Through endurance and patience through the Holy Spirit. That's how we get through. That's how we keep going. Uh -uh, We're going to pray that. I'm going to pray that God fills you with endurance and patience and strength to to get through harvest and get through it well. To to finish off the school year and to finish it well. To do family and do it well. To do friendships and do it well. As we're filled with his strength, his endurance, his patience. From heaven, joy, filled with joy. What does it even look like joy is a funny word isn't it because it's not happiness it's not a feeling it's a state it's a being the joy of the lord is a strength let me put it this way i'm sure you've got a friend who when you spend time with you leave full of joy maybe they're funny maybe they're encouraging maybe it's nice they don't tell you any of their issues right (laughs) <laughs> I've got a few friends and when we catch up we just have a laugh we just talk rubbish right? We don't, nothing too meaningful happens and sometimes it goes there but often it's just fun encouraging uplifting we share the same interests and when I leave hanging out with them I'm just full of life I'm just a little bit more content I'm just full of joy because when you get close to someone who's full of joy you leave full of joy and remember the Holy Spirit's a person The person of God, the spirit of God. So when we spend time with God, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, when we're filled with the Prince of God, you're going to leave full of joy. It just makes sense because the joy of the Lord is your strength and the Holy Spirit brings joy, fills you with joy. So when you spend time with God, when you're filled with the Prince of God, you're going to be filled with joy. God doesn't make it hard for us. He doesn't say you, you've got to just work hard to be more joyful. That'll never work. You know, when life gets it like a bit of a drag, or, or if you catch yourself feeling a little bit sharp or grumpy when you wouldn't normally. When you're feeling a bit weary, get close to God. Spend time in God's presence. That's what what this series is about. It's refilling. It's getting close. It's it's being full of the presence of the Spirit of God. Because without it, we're not going to have wisdom. We're not going to have patience and endurance. We're not going to have joy. And without those things, everything's going to be a mess. And sometimes I can cultivate those things in my life, but only when things are going really well. (laughs) I'm good at being joyful when everything's just great. I can probably do it by myself then. Any other time, I can't do it by myself. But we can be full of joy through the power of the Holy Spirit. See, so in a minute, we're just going to spend some time with God. I've talked about it before, God doesn't make it difficult for us. If we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, if we want to be filled with God's presence, you just get close to God. It's that simple. If I want more of Julie in my life, I'll get close to Julie. It's the only way it's going to happen. If we want more of God in our life, we just get close to God. And we can do it each and every morning and day this week, but we're here now, so we're going to do it now. And we're just going to get close to God. And I'm going to pray he just fills you with wisdom. I'm going to pray he just fills you with strength and patience. and endurance. I'm going to pray he fills you with joy. I just want to read the passage almost directly after what I read in verse 15 of the first chapter so Paul writes that prayer and then he goes into this it's almost a bit of a poem and it says Christ is the visible image of the invisible God he existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation for through him God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else. He holds all creation together. Christ, Jesus, is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. He is first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through God... And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. That's pretty powerful, what Jesus has done for us. And then it goes on, it says, This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he is reconciled, you to himself through death of Christ in his physical body. And as a result, as a result of what? As a result of everything Jesus has done for you and me, that is supreme, that he reconciled, he's defeated sin and death. As a result, he has brought you, he has brought me, he has brought us into his own presence. And you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Me and you, because of Jesus, we are in the presence of God. We don't really have to even enter it in. We need it like a line of thinking, but God's presence is around us. God's presence is here. We don't have to go looking for it. Where's God's presence? Is under there? No, no, no God's presence is, is here. We're in God's presence. And because of Jesus, me and you, we're holy and blameless. in the presence of God, forgiven, reconciled. So as we're in the presence of God, we just need to be filled with His presence, which is His Holy Spirit. Be filled with wisdom. Be filled with strength and patience and endurance. Be filled with joy. Because we're already in the presence of God. We don't have to go find it. (laughs) We don't have to say the special prayer, we're in the presence of God because of Jesus. Holy and blameless. There's nothing separating us from the full glory of God. And Paul prayed for a, a deposit from heaven. And that's what we're going to pray for today. And actually, what we're going to do, we're going to pray for the people, we're going we're to pray for, for us and me and you in a minute. But what we're going to do, we're going to pray for the people you know who aren't here, who need wisdom who need strength, who need joy. Because we all know people like that. We're going to pray for them. Like Paul prayed for the Colossian church, we're going to pray for these people, our friends, our family, our co-workers. We're going to pray that they're filled with the wisdom of God. We're going to pray that they're filled with patience and endurance and strength. And we're going to pray that they're filled with joy just as Paul prayed for the Colossian church. And then we're going to have time when we pray for you. So God, before we pray, I ask you to just put people on our heart. Before we pray for him, God, show us who we should pray for. God, put people, put families on our heart. Who, who do you want us to pray for? God might show you a name, a face, a family. Who should we pray for, God? God, we pray for them. God, you know them and you love them so much. God, I pray. God, fill them with your complete knowledge of your will and spiritual wisdom and understanding. God, where there's confusion, where there's doubt, where there's unknown, I pray that you fill them with wisdom and understanding. God, we uphold these people to you. These people who are facing confusion, who don't know what to do, who don't know where to go, who have decisions to make, I pray that you fill them with your wisdom from heaven, with your understanding from heaven, from your knowledge from heaven. God, where they are right now, God, I pray that they'll hear your voice that they'll sense your presence, be filled with your spirit. God, we pray for these people. We pray that from your glorious power, they'll be strengthened with endurance and patience. God, you know what they're going through. You know the season they're in. You know what they're about to come through. And I pray from heaven, to fill them with your spirit. Fill them with your strength. Fill them with your endurance. Fill them with your patience. Just start to pray for them. Just pray that you you know what they're going through. You know their family. God, fill them with your strength to face that, that physical health challenge. Fill them with your endurance to do family. Fill them with your patience for the upcoming seasons ahead, God. We cover them in prayer. We prophesy your strength over them. We prophesy your endurance, your patience over them. God, fill them with your joy. Perfect joy that can only come from you, God. Those who are weary, those who are struggling, those who are finding it hard just to walk through life. God, we uphold those people right now and we pray that you fill them with your joy, Jesus. Holy Spirit. All right, I'm going to pray for, for, for us in a sec, but we're just going to just worship just for a moment. Because remember, how do you get close to God? How do you be filled with God's presence? How do you be filled with God's Spirit? How do you get filled with the Holy Spirit? You just get close to God. And one of the best ways is worship because it just puts our mind on God. It puts our faith on God. It puts our attention on God. So we're just going to worship for a moment. We're just going to look to God. We're just going to ask Him to come and meet us, fill us with His Holy Spirit, transform us. And then we're going to pray that there'll be a deposit from heaven today. So, whatever you're comfy, sit, stand, whatever you do, but let's just connect with God. Let's get close to God. Let's worship God. Let's just worship Him for a moment. The fragrance of heaven, pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out. The holy anointing, the power of your presence. I pray God